Thank you for joining us for live paranormal radio. From the paranormal to the unexplained, it all happens here. It all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in our live video chat 24-7 with our live paranormal radio show hosts and other like-minded people. Live. Paranormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by Full Interaction Media. Stop by now and join the fun. Stop by now and join the fun. It's Haunted Playground on the Live Paranormal Radio Network and iHeartRadio.com. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Podomatic, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, iVox, and more. I'm your host, Sheena Metal. I'm a psychic medium. I'm an interfaith minister. I'm a 28-year talk radio host. I'm a creative and a performing artist, and I come to you live from my home in Southern California every day at 3 o'clock Pacific time. This show is about everything that lives beyond the three dimensions, so whether you're uh, want to know about is there a God, is there an afterlife, or you think you might have a Loch Ness Monster in your above-ground swimming pool. It all belongs here on Haunted Playground. Every week on the show, I gather the folks that I believe to be the brightest and most beautiful minds and hearts and souls in both the paranormal and the spiritual communities, and we talk about all things that live beyond the veil and everything that goes bump in the night. My guest today is making his debut on the show but he's been on shows of mine many, many times and is a dear friend. He is equal parts artistic being and spiritual being as am I, um, a brilliant designer of guitars and a beautiful spiritual practitioner. Please welcome to the show my wonderful friend Mark Minerick is here. How are you, my friend? It's wonderful to have you here. Hello, Sheena. How is it going in fabulous SoCal? It's wonderful. How is it going in the fabulous Mojave Desert? It is a beautiful day. There's some thunder uh, and rain clouds moving through. And I know anybody who's listening who's uh, seen those uh, monsoon desert storms, they're very beautiful, very beautiful. So happy to see that. And it has me in just a fantastic mood today. Absolutely. That's wonderful. It's very gloomy here as well. Um, we're getting revved up for June gloom <laughs> season here. And so in, very overcast. Indeed. It looks like New England in October outside. And as a New England girl, I'm loving it. So um, so uh, what are you loving about your spiritual life right now, my friend? What are you really loving learning about, practicing? You know, what's what's really keeping you excited about it right now? Well, um, God putting people in my path um, to help and assist with the activations that I've, I've received. And there seems to be a continual parade of upgrades that are matched by a parade of people needing that help. And they're all um, woven together uh, and supportive of each other Uh, in the way that they work. So that really um, keeps me jazzed. And, uh, you know, helping people, it's just, it's it's fun. That's not even work. So, you know, you combine those 
two things and then, you know, the fact that a spiritual walk for maybe not everybody, but for me, it's like adventures in the rabbit hole on the regular. That keeps life pretty exciting and uh, something I would recommend everybody do if they have the chance. So that's uh, that's what's been going on and um, <clears throat> just uh, using what I what I what I've been given in this lifetime um, and, you know, uh, to be helpful, you know, be God's helper. So uh, yeah, that's, that's keeps me um, very motor mouthy <laughs> when anybody's willing to listen and talk about the spiritual uh, walk. So yeah, happy to share uh, those types of things, uh, you know, 24 <clears> seven. <throat> That's awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. What what kind of what are you what is something that spiritually that you do part of your spiritual practice that even kind of I mean for lack of a better word shot the shit out of you like you never thought wow I'd be doing this and now you are because the more you use your gifts right the more gift spirit gives you so it's, it's one of those things like. Um, uh, I think for multi-instrumentalists, right, you start playing something, then you realize you can play something else, then you pick up something else and try it. It's the same thing for spiritual practitioners, right? The the more that you do, the more spirit shows you you can do. So what was a shock to you? A couple of things I'd like to share with you and the audience. And it's funny, I was thinking about this before we went on the air. Like I kind of get these pre-premonitions of, of downloads and things before I meet people or, or, or whatever. And it's just, you're asking this question. I'm like, that's so crazy. I was thinking about this before we, before we got here. So um, I know I can do this. And I think there'll be some other people out there listening who either they can do this and don't know they can do this or have done this before. Um, I do think it takes a wiring thing uh, to, to pull this off, but it's a thing. So let me explain kind of how it, it works for me. Um, I'll run into somebody or meet somebody who's a, a you know a, on their walk. They're they're using their spiritual gifts and they'll they'll just share something like, oh my gosh, yeah, you know, I do this thing. And I'll just be listening and you know because I'm a good listener and that's important in the, in this helping people. Um, and they'll explain to me like this thing they can do, like a spiritual gift. And they'll you know explain how they do it and what happens and what they get. And I'm not really sure how it works exactly except that it does, that I, I can absorb that gift. Now, I'm not, they still have their gift. It's not they don't lose anything, but they'll right. explain what's going on, and I'll actually go home and do that thing that they just explained. And that's been mm-hmm. happening um, for a while, and even, even things that are complex or high level, I can just, if they tell me about it, I can go home and do it, like turn around and do it. And it's yeah. super helpful. And I don't know if people know that that's a thing. I, I don't think, I mean, there's going to be things that are unique to you because of your wiring where you're really going to be the only one that could pull that off. And that's, I think that's with everybody. Everyone's got their unique, super unique thing. But I do think there's like this pool of awesomeness that as healers, we're all supposed to draw from. And, and in our community and talking with people, we just suddenly become aware, oh, wow, I didn't know that you could do that. And then you're like, oh, wow, I just did that too. That's so cool. And you add that to your medicine bag or your, you know, book of fairy dust or whatever your book or bag looks like. 
and you start using it to help other people. And of course, help yourself because if you, as a, you know, I was joking with myself or somebody, I can't remember which, but you know, who heals the healers, right? And there's, there's a lot of people that really are good at helping other people. And there's a lot of reasons for that. And one of the unfortunate reasons is it's really hard to look at yourself and work on you because there's everybody, we got challenges, right? That we're working on to, to heal ourselves. And it's a lot easier to just go look at somebody else and help them with their stuff because you can and you're good at it. It feels so good to help people. Then you don't look at any of your own things that you need to work on and, and help and heal or, or reach out and ask for help as a healer. And you crash. You crash and you're down for a month or two or three recovering energetically, physically, whatever it is. And so now not only are you not helping you, you're not helping anyone else either. So um, using these things that we pick up, use our gifts, it, it's okay to work on you and take some time for you and reach out to somebody you know who's a healer and go, hey, maybe we can do a session for me. Because, right, you're just, and I know there's going to be people listening that do this, but there may be people that are just walking into this. Listen to these words because I know so many people that have come to me in crash mode and, and have to help get them back on their feet. And I'm sure any of us that are really good at this, um, you know, yourself, of course, and people in your audience, it's, it's real easy to not look at, at yourself and, and help you too. Super easy not to yeah. because that feel good of helping other people is just like, it's, uh, you know, I'm not going to call it this in a bad way, but it's a drug. It's like a drug, not a bad one. But anything in super excess can be problematic and um, or like starving yourself off of help for you. I just I just been running into a lot of that lately. A lot of people that aren't looking, they just don't ever think about helping themselves and they're amazing healers. And it's okay, you know, find some other healers that you trust that have your confidence and set up an appointment and, and just download whatever's on your heart and your mind and and unwind it, you know, it's, it's, it's worth it because what happens, right? You, you remove some blocks, you remove some things, and all of a sudden other things for you come online. So not only did you, did you help you and you feel lighter and you're not feeling like you're, you're, you're spiraling and fighting, you know, circling the drain while you're helping other people and not having energy and not taking care of yourself, you're totally in alignment and some more gifts kick on. So if helping people is really powerful for you, you know, just remind yourself that a lot of times doing that work on you will open up more ways for you to help other people too uh, by, you know, clearing, you know, energetic blocks or, or working through some subconscious clutter um, and things that are jamming you, you know? Uh, yes, absolutely. I agree 100%. Yeah. Um, I'm always amazed. Sometimes, like, I'm just doing one of my live psychic broadcasts and somebody asks me, hey, do you do this? And I'm about to say no. And Spirit says, oh, yeah, you do that. And then suddenly I do that. It, it's interesting your ability to be activated to do things. Um, because, you know, we, we all answer to Spirit, God, right? And th they run the show. Yeah. So it's just sort of like if uh, you're at work and somebody says, hey, do you know how to work this? And you're like, no, I don't. And then your boss is like, oh, yeah, you do. And you're like, okay, I'll learn it. It's uh, It amazes me how... When I built my website in 2020, I thought, okay, well, my service is here. This is going to be finite. I mean, there's, there's nothing else I do but this. 
And then I laughed because I remember when I first started accepting the fact that I had gifts, I was like, well, I'll tell, I'm a psychic, but I'm not a medium. And then one day I was in my car and a, and a client's deceased sphinx cat sat was sitting in the passenger seat talking to me. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm a medium. So you never really can say, right, because your gifts are constantly growing and evolving. Yes, and that is, that's a thing. And sometimes, uh, you know, again, for people yourself, you probably already know this, I, I would imagine, and, and maybe some people listening, um, take, take inventory of what's on your team, you know, that team that's working for you, because you may tap in every so often and maybe check numbers of some things. Uh, I do believe most of the power, you know, should be unlimited, multidimensional, and you shouldn't have any hangups, really. But just, you know, some team members. and See if you see uh, those numbers as you're moving through and, and, and gaining and, and healing yourself and healing other people and doing this work. If you don't see some numbers, start to shift and change every so often. And, and I'll give an example, use myself as the guinea pig on this, um, and uh, some of the work I do for the, you know, exorcisms, dark energy removal, but also for healing and helping remove pe- things out of people's subconscious that's messing them up, um, things like that. I, I have a team that I work with, and, and one aspect, one part, one branch of that team are called psychic surgeons. And that's like for medical help, right? You know, cancer and, and right, other right. things that are really, really intense. And something that I, I noticed a differentiation. I hope that was a word. <laughs> um, I noticed a difference, a distinction. I know lots of people that can work with psychic surgeons, like say, hey, I need some help. Will you come in and, and do this and, and, and assist me? And, and some people are wired that they'll be able to do that. Well, there's another kind of, of access to that where the psychic surgeons will be permanently anchored to your soul energy. And that's a different thing. That's a high, that's a next level thing. So can I go and access unlimited gazillions of psychic surgeons to help with work? Absolutely. But there's a different thing there where for whatever reason or whatever you signed up for that you've got some work that you need to do that requires this, they will permanently anchor psychic surgeons to you. So it's not like you're calling them in or you're, you're saying, help me, they're just there. They are roped to you permanently. And what I have been noticing over the years is as, I, as these next level things come up where I'm being called to do something more, I, I would every so often check in how many psychic surgeons do I have. And that, that um, I want to say that number, just as an example, you know, there'd be 20 another 40, another 15. Um, sometime last year, it jumped by 100. And, and I was like, okay, what? Really dramatic number. And, and that, at least in my experience, that doesn't happen unless you're being called to do something. Something big's coming down the pike. So that's why I'm suggesting maybe if you're out there, check in on your team, whether you're a tarot reader or a pendulum user, or you just go direct, you know, and get the, you know, you have a screen you look at up on, you know, in your mind there, or they talk, the voices talk to you, however it works for you. Um, Check in, uh, check in on that every so often, because that may be 
a little bit of a sneak peek remote view to some things that are coming up. All of a sudden, you know, maybe things feel a little mellow, calm, and all of a sudden you check a number on one of your team members and it just goes through the roof. It's like, well, maybe that needs a little investigation. Um, there's all sorts of interesting ways you can get, you know, aside from just straight up remote viewing your future, which is a thing, you can do that. There's all sorts of um, ways that you can get some insight. Because maybe remote viewing isn't something you like. Maybe you can do it, but you don't enjoy the feeling. Maybe you're not there yet. And so remote viewing your own, you know, future events, maybe that's not a thing. There's other ways you can get there. A lot of cool roads to get you to the information you need, you know? <clears throat> yeah, that's very true. And you've got to find the road that works for you. I mean, that's just that's just the way it works, you know? Everybody comes to something in a different way. That it's not just your own gifts or your own growth, but also the people that you choose to work with. Who's terrific to work with one person might not be terrific to work with another. You have to find the souls that resonate correctly for you, right? You have to find the spiritual team that works for you. Right. And if you're talking about another person, yeah, their spiritual team, your spiritual team, if it's, I mean, get, and if, can I share, if if it's okay with you, Sheena, just when somebody reaches out to me for, for, to, to get some help with, with prayers or healing or health or dark energy clearing, like sure. kind of a little bit of the process I go through. It's, I Please, call it sure. like an integrity. Yeah. It's like an integrity check. So the first thing I do when somebody reaches out is I just quiet my mind and I ask, I ask God and my, I, I mentioned this to you on another show. My, my funnel, my channel is God, Jesus Christ and Holy spirit. That doesn't mean it has sure. to be yours. You can you use whoever you work with. That's who you show up and you leave with, and that's who you work with in our our, our uh, you know our work. I just want everybody to know where I'm at and who I'm using as a channel. So, with that being said, you can um, I, I tap and ask, can I be helpful to this person? And it's a yes or no question. If I get green lighted yeah. and I get a yes, then I tell the person, okay, I'm green lighted on my end of it, so we're good there. So let's do a consult. You know, let's talk for 15 minutes or so. You can check my energy and see if it feels like a good fit. And then I'll, I'll encourage them to meditate on it. Sit with a little bit. Make sure it feels right. I'm the right person to do this work. And if so, let's go ahead and, and we'll set something up and we'll do the work. And it's great. If I don't get a yes, which thank you, God, um, that doesn't happen too often, but let's just say that I get, you know, you're not the right person. I don't like to leave people hanging or dangling or feeling hopeless. That's just not, I'm not that human being. I'm not that guy. So first thing I do is I go, okay, do I know any? This is my psychic ability, my medium. So I go, do I know anyone that can help? And if I get a yes, I make the referral. Okay, boom. I make that referral and say this is who I'm getting will be super helpful. I have full confidence with, it, with you checking this and seeing if it works for you on that. Uh, for your help. The other thing, if I don't get that I know anybody that can help, then I go to, the, I know it's going to sound weird, I'll go to the internet with it. I'll, I'll ask my team, okay, what state are they in? And they'll give me a state. Okay, what, you know, what city in that state are they in? And I will guide them to a Google, I mean, it can be any search engine, of course, but I'll guide them to a search where the person that actually can help them will be in that list. 
and I'll, I'll narrow it down. I'll work with somebody to, to find somebody, you know, that's, that I'm getting will be helpful. So that's just kind of my calling because a lot of people, when they show up, when, especially with the dark energy attachments, you know, that need an, an exorcism of something high level, you're, that's like last chance in. I mean, you are so beat down and broken down from that. Um, I, just, I just can't say, well, hey, I can't help you. I'm sorry. You know, I hope you find what you're looking for. Goodbye. I just can't do it. I mean, I just can't. So I've asked God, hey, will you help me figure out some ways to make sure everybody has a doorway to check, even if I'm not it? And that's really worked great for me um, to be able to do those levels, you know, those check-ins to make sure, you know, it's an integrity. Now, something I have seen a lot of practitioners fall into this, um, I'll call it a trap, but let's just say a lack of awareness. Um, Somebody will say, hey, I need some help on, you know, X, Y, and Z. And one of the things I'll quietly ask myself is, you know, they're they're having this problem in their life, so they're here to get a dark energy clearing, right? So I'll quietly ask, you know, to, to God, I'll say, you know, what is it going to take to get this person to where they're saying they want to be? Now, here's the difference between what I just did there and somebody that's just like, well, yeah, you need a dark energy clearing. Yeah, I thought it's yuck. I can feel it. It's all, you know, let's go ahead and do that. And they go ahead and they do a dark energy clearing and there's some improvement, but a good portion of what they were hoping to feel isn't happening. Okay, so when I look at that, yes, it was integrity to say there's dark stuff on you, I can clear it. But on another side, I'm like, yeah, actually, it kind of really wasn't an integrity because this person is letting you know where they want to get to and what the issue is. And maybe what you should have said is, hey, I'm tapping in on you and, and I have the ability to do that. And there's going to be a three-pronged approach here to get you to where you're saying you need to be. Yes, there's dark energy. Yes, this is where it is. Okay, but there's also some childhood trauma that's, that's jamming you down in your subconscious. And I'm getting there's some two guided meditations that will help figure out where that is. So you can identify the moment that this switch was flipped and that's, you know, pinging you two million times a second every day. And the numbers can get crazy like that. You do not doubt what your subconscious can do. It is un, almost unbelievable. So, so now you, there's two items you identified, and then maybe there's a couple past life Akashic records residue, leftover energies that are running in the back of, you know, uh, on your soul program, let's say, and they're running like an app on your phone that nobody knows about, sucking you dry on the regular. So then you have to go in and clear those. So I would say, okay, I'm, I hear where you want to be. I, under, I can hear that you're, you know, really challenged with all of this. This is what I'm getting. It's going to take you to get there. And can I do this all in one session? Yes, I'm getting it'll be about two to three hours to get all of this work done. Versus somebody coming to you and saying, I, I have this thing attached. I have some dark energy. Can you help me with that? Because I see myself being here and, and I, I don't like feeling this way anymore and you listen to them you really you listen to them and you hear them there's two different things you do there and and just doing the dark energy clearing isn't going to get them where they want to be and then you know just as a hypothetical some people might wonder how come I didn't you know how come they didn't refer me to anybody you know how come I you know I didn't get a call back or or, you know or anything like that after the work's done it was just kind of a one and done 
Now, of course, there's going to be people that you're only going to have one time you need to work with them because you're, you're really good at what you do. And they're good, and you don't, they don't need your help anymore. And you were a beautiful boat to get them to the shore they needed to get to on sure. their journey. But, but many, many times, it's unfortunately, it's not that. It's people just saying, oh, well, I want you to do this for me. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. And they end up feeling pretty much the same way they felt before they showed up and had the work done. I, I don't, that's another one. Again, it's just me. Uh, I'm, I'm tapping in to see what globally, what is it going to take to get this person to where they want to be? And if it's more than just a dark energy clearing, then guess what? I'm going to be the one letting them know. And if I can do all of that, I will do it. If I'm like, well, I can do two out of the three and I'm getting, you're going to, there'll be a referral piece in this, then I would do that as well and bring somebody else in. But um, I, I know there's a lot of people that wonder why they can't get, their work business, whatever you want to call it, started is there, there's a lot of things they're not checking for. Does that make that, you know what I mean? You get, you get, you pick up yep. what I'm laying down. Um, and it's, it's just yep. an awareness, you know, they, they, they don't know. And, and I, I wish there was a healers one oh one manual, but there isn't. So we just kind of have to, it's experiential, right? <clears throat> but uh, just as a share, yeah, that's something I've encountered and, and I've been able to kind of, curtail that by by really looking at and asking how many different things are at work here and can I address all of these and make them aware hey these are all the different things you're going to have to look at to get to where you're telling me you want to be not just Reiki you know uh, energy not just a dark energy clearing or exorcism not just some meditations and mindfulness it's actually all three and something else you weren't thinking or considering. And uh, that's been super um, powerful for me in getting people um, for referrals, you know, because they're, they're, they're quantifiable results that, and they're not just feeling real good. And, and, you know, I, I love people that that do energy work and and do that. It's, it's important. It's phenomenal. But uh, what, you know, people that maybe there's some dark energy on somebody, which that's kind of like one of my jams is, is being an exorcist. If there's somebody on, if there's something on someone that's above your pay grade and you go in there and let's say you do, you're a Reiki person, right? Or some kind of energy working person and you have the ability to remove dark energy as well. That the world needs you keep doing it. Let's just say you get 90% of the stuff off, but there was a high level entity that was there. Maybe you saw it, maybe you didn't. And then combined with that, you did some Reiki energy, so they're feeling really good. So they leave your place, or if it's remotely, they're floating and they're feeling great. And two weeks later, they're pretty much back to, to where they felt before because the Reiki's worn off, so to speak. I know that's not really exactly how it works, but just so people have a context. The Reiki has worn off. The feel good of that has worn off, and that high-level entity never left. You, you dusted away all the things that you could, and that's phenomenal. Please don't stop doing that because that's the world needs you. But there, that's when you have to know, okay, hey, I need to tap in and see what's on this. Per- and I'm, I'm going to another level here. I just shifted gears is um, on the dark energy removal. Have you ever considered asking God and your team, whether it's with your tarot or your pendulum, whatever it is that you use to connect, hey, do I have the, the skill level the leveling up to remove everything off of this person 
and see if you get a yes or a no. And if you get a, a, a no, then start asking some more questions. Like, okay, how many things are attached to this person that I won't be able to remove? Do I know somebody that I can refer them to? Or is it better if I just send them to the person and have them do all of it? Or should I do what I can and let them know in advance? Because, see, that's the integrity move. You let the person decide, I can clear all this off of you, but there's these pieces here that I'm going to have to send you to somebody else. Is that okay? Or would you just prefer to go to the somebody else and have them do all of it? Let the, let the, let the person make that decision. You know, that, that's me. That's, to me, that's an integrity check. You know, I'll let the person decide that. Give them all the information so they can make their best decision for their best and highest good. Um, there's a lot of people out there that would just not say any of that remove what they can and say, well, uh, as far as I can see, you're clear. And I mean, technically that's true because that's as far as they can see. And they got what they could see, but there's still stuff attached to you. So it, it's, it, it's just integrity checks. And I'm sure we could probably use more of these in the healing world um, just to make sure you're doing what you say you're going to do and that you're not by omission misleading somebody you know like is what you're going to do get them to where they want to be they've told you how they feel and, and, and where they'd like to to see themselves well did you tap in and ask is what you're going to do that singular thing is that really going to get them there and if it's not right then start asking what what do i have everything in my skill set to get them there if not do i know the right people and will work as a team to help them um those I love working that way, and, and and that's why community is so important. Getting out there, meeting other healers. You like you know Sheena. You and I have known the uh, known. Is it safe to say we knew each other before we were officially out in the world saying we're healers? But we were healers, but we were oh. just. It was. You know what I mean? We've known each other for a hot minute, right? Twenty years and some, right? And I've only been admitting to it since. 2014, and I've only really opened my practice five years ago. I I fought it tooth and nail. I was like, no, I'm just an artist. Don't look behind the curtain. Right, and and any of you that haven't like met Sheena or know Sheena Dam, let me tell you, before she was her practice and everything, Sheena is like a force of nature and awesomeness. I mean, just the first time I ever met Sheena, I'm like, oh my god, she is amazing. Like, where did Thank she you, come friend. from? Uh, no, really, it was like, oh, my gosh. And, and the, your, 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 the personality and, and just your energy. I mean, before I knew what energy was, I even knew your energy was so amazing. And I just, I just had this God giggle when you were like, you know, I'm a psych medium. I'm doing this. And, and that became more of a presence. And you were out there yeah. on the coat sleeve. I was just like, no flipping way. That is so cool. And, and I said, okay, well, I mean, one of these times when I see her at the music trade show, I'll, I'll, I'll tell her what I've been doing too, and we'll, it'll be awesome, and, and it'll be like, oh, my gosh, how come we never knew? And it'll be fun. And, and it finally happened um, at a – we were both on a, a panel at the NAMM show, and, and an experts panel on helping people get to that next level in the music industry. And I'm like, this has to be the moment. I'm going to make darn sure that we get to connect on this level of course, the music, music is healing, it's vibrational. And, and of course, we like, of course, we're doing music, right? Is that a big shock? Uh, as a healer, of course, we're, we're gravitating in that circle. But there's another circle that we're in 
that um, it's just so fun to hear and like the thing about absorbing other gifts, just about hearing about them, you're like, oh, cool. Oh, and then you just start doing it. That I'm yeah. not surprised, like even a millisecond that you're already doing it. Like not at all. Yeah. But some people don't yeah. know that. I, I have a friend who's a shaman and she was in tutelage under this woman who was a big shaman in Mexico. And the first time I met her and she did my radio show back in the pre-COVID days when we sat in the studio, um, uh-huh. she talked about inheriting this woman's gift when she died. And there was a part of me, because you have that practical part of you, I thought, you see this thing? Do you inherit people's gifts? Is that real? Well, about 45 minutes after my mom passed, I'm standing in the driveway of our house, uh, getting ready to walk into the house to pick up all of her favorite crystals and take them to my house because I just couldn't bear the idea of her favorite crystals being there without her, and I wanted to take them home to where I was. And all of a sudden, I felt this pressure on the top of my head, and whew, all of her gifts dumped into me. And then I had her gifts and my gifts, and I was like, oh, now I understand why my mother left, never left the house because she was like a super empath. I was like, oh, I suddenly felt like somebody giving me fly eyes. So it's yeah. a thing that can give that's, their gifts that's, that's, to you when they pass and no longer need them. And it happened to me. So, yeah. um, uh, you, so you never say never, right? Never say, oh, that's not a thing because you, you never know. And, you know, I've seen this a lot. I have clients who are very susceptible to wanting to have 15,000 healers around them. Now, I'm not a 15,000 healers kind of girl. I'm a, you find one doctor you really like, you find one mechanic you really like, and you just let that person do everything for you. But some people like to constantly have all the variety around them, and I totally understand that, and I support it. However, Sometimes, like you said, you run up against these healers that tell you they can do X, Y, and Z, and they may have the, I mean, some of them probably are just scammers, but others have actually the very best intentions of doing so, but they don't quite know what they're doing. So in opening up, I was explaining this to a client the other night because he kept saying, well, how come every time I go see a healer, this happens, that happens, I get bloating, I get insomnia. I'm like, look, every time you go to somebody to have energy work done, that person tears a hole in the veil. That's how the energy healing comes in. And if that person doesn't know how to protect that channel, then you don't know what all else is going to come in. So they go in to get something taken care of, and they wind up with three more things. And it's because somebody is claiming they can do something, and they don't really have the experience or the knowledge to do it safely, right? This is why we don't go to the computer repair guy and ask him to do our appendectomy. You know what I mean? You need to, you need to make sure that you're working with people that, that know what they're doing. That's so very important. Yeah. And uh, just because you always. Yeah. And, and just, for some of the people, you know, listening to this, I don't want to say be careful what you ask for because they're all God gifts, but I will tell you there's at least three things that come to mind right now 
that I wasn't paying attention when I was listening to it, and now I can do it. And I'll tell you, I've scratched my head a couple times on, do I really want this gift? And um, somebody was, and I'll, I'll share, if it's okay, I'll sh- share with the audience one of them where it's, it's a challenge now, and I've got it. I mean, it's on, and it, all of a sudden, I just get this intel download, and it can be a little unnerving. I don't have to share it, per se, with the person, but have you ever heard the term hourglass eyes? No. It means you can look at somebody and know when they're going to die. Oh, and I've oh, got that. that. Makes sense. And I got that because I was listening to somebody that could do that and he, and they were explaining it. And, and I was like, wow, man, that's a lot of responsibility, man. That's a lot of it. Oh man. How do you, would, I mean, are you supposed to tell them? Or are you supposed to not, you know? And I'm like listening. And then all of a sudden I just knew I'm like, Oh crap. And I don't mean crap in a bad way. I'm just like, Oh wow. That was a thing. And now I can do it. So with, and, and just, I don't want to, I know that that's kind of heavy. So let's, let's switch to something a little lighter for other people to have a a few, a few laughs. Um, There was this show on one of the, a a radio show or a a cable channel or or let me ask you about that really quick. Cause I mean, I've always been able to do that. I kind of wish I couldn't. And, um, but when people come to me and ask me for that information, the, the, the information that I've been given from spirit is you never tell anyone when their expiration date is or when anyone else's expiration date is because spirit doesn't want you to live differently because you know when you're going to die or you know when someone else is going to die, especially my middle-aged to later-aged female clients always want to know when their elderly parents are going to die. And um, I don't know what I, – I would not have wanted to ever know when my mother was going to die, but I think especially – I don't know. They just be, kind of become a little fixated on it. And um, is that the same information that you've been given, that the, um, you know, the first rule of expiration dates is we don't share expiration dates? That's a beautiful question. Um, so when I, before I start my work, okay – I, I set guardrails because I want people to know, you know, who I'm talking to, why, and who's not allowed to come in on the channel, so to speak. And in those guardrails right. that I set up, it, one of the things is only, only people who love and care about my client are allowed to come through. That's one of them. And only information from my client's best and highest good is allowed to be shared. So in that, if I get the information and it comes through, Okay, then it's, it's come through in integrity because on the other side, when we set an intention, they got to obey it. They do. We have that freedom of choice and they're not allowed to override us, so to speak. Unless it's a soul contract you sign before you integrate it into your body as one of your life experiences, there, there's a caveat for that. But when you set those intentions, you know, they're going to have to obey that. So if that information came through, then I would know that it actually was something that they signed up to experience was kind of knowing their expiration date and that it would shift and change their life. And they were going to have some valuable lessons and, and, you know, awareness that they were going to get from going through that. And, and one of them that I can just riff to you. And and I've shared this with people when I've talked about this, this hourglass eyes um, experiences, let me ask you this. They're like, oh, I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to know that. Oh, what a horror show. Oh, my God. How do you deal with that? 
Um, and they're like, do you know when, when your last day is? I'm like, I do. And they're like, how do you even wake up every day? How do you, how do you exist? I'm like, well, actually, it was kind of a blessing. And they're like, what? How can that be a blessing? And they're incredulous. How could that be a blessing? I'm like, well, I kind of like live my life without fear now because like I'm not worried about getting on the back of somebody's motorcycle and dying because I already know what my expiration date is. I know if I got in an airplane and I tried to jump out without a, air, without a parachute on, somebody would manage to stop me because that's not what I signed <laughs> up for. And so all of these, all this, haven't you, don't, everybody out there, you have to, and maybe it's you, maybe it's yourself, but don't you know people that operate in, in fear and borrowing trouble and, and creating like paranoid, anxiety-ridden circumstances before anything's ever happened? They're already there. And they'll explain it to you like, well, I just do that because then if something bad happens, well, at least I'm prepared for it because, you know, I already thought about it and went through the whole experience in my head. You just, you just shoved yourself through a wood chipper for no reason. Once you know, well, for, for me, whatever it is, I, it, I, it's a good ripe age for me. So I'm, I'm God, thank you, God. But now knowing that, I, I don't do that like maybe a quarter as much. There's times I slip and I let my creative brain run away and I'll come up with some funky thing. But it's, it's so much more mitigated now that I know. Now, there's lots of questions. you. Let's say you get a number that's like, oh, my God, wait a minute. What, six years from now? That's pretty intense, isn't it? Six more years. What would you do if somebody said you've got six years left? I can, tell you, I can tell you what. There's some good country songs out there that sing about people that find out they only got some, some uh, you know, short <laughs> amount of time left. And it, it involves riding a bull named Fu Manchu for eight seconds. Exactly. And things that you – right, and things – yeah, and things that you maybe wouldn't have thought to do, and, and maybe you'll talk to some people, and they're, they're making me really emotional on the other side about this right now. I feel like I want to tear up, but maybe you'd, um, and hopefully they're not going to push me so hard that I have to stop talking, but maybe you'll speak to some people in your life a little differently. Maybe you'll be able to find some kindness that you weren't able to find because you know, hey, I don't have, I'll just do it later. Well, maybe later isn't, later's now. Maybe, maybe you're going to find some forgiveness for some people that really, that really deserve it. Like, how about yourself? You know, maybe there's some stuff you've been unwilling to forgive yourself for and keep crucifying yourself daily for. Maybe it's time to forgive yourself and say, hey, I did the best I could with what I had at the time, and that's it. And I'm sorry, and I'm going to forgive me for whatever that is. Because you know what? I don't have till tomorrow. Tomorrow's here. So that kind of information can really change somebody in a profound way. And if, if God decided and you signed this contract of light that says at this point in your life, you're going to have a major life metamorphosis, knowing when you're going to pass can certainly do it. That's the way. That's, I know a lot of people go near, near death experience, right? You know, the, the auto accident or the bike accident or the medical issue and all of a sudden, they're like, I came back, and everything's different, and I, I look at everything different, and I appreciate life more. There's a whole bunch of ways that you can get that experience, believe me. So uh, it can be a real blessing. I guess it just depends on, you know, do you always look at life in negative terms, or do you try to say, hey, yeah, I understand there's some challenges there, 
and I'm not going to be a Pollyanna and have rose-colored glasses. And I think Pollyanna is a great name. I do not mean to diss Pollyanna. I don't know why I said that. So let's just say a person that always looks at the negative versus a person that always has rose-colored glasses. If you know how to look at things the right way, I can, I can help you find something positive in any situation you have in a way that will make you go, yeah, you know what? I, I can't really argue with that, Mark. You're right. That I did never looked at. That's the key word. I never looked at it that way. And that's the, that's the shift that changes lives is when you can help somebody see something in a way they never saw it before. And, and it, this is always the fun saying, you can't unsee it and you can't unhear it. And everything in your future will shift because you're looking at it different. And then you turn around and you're going to reframe everything in your past. And, 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 you know, Sheena, you and I were just talking about how fun it is, right, to look back at, you know, when we met each other was two decades ago and we weren't wearing it on our coat sleeve, but we can certainly look back and be like, oh, my gosh, yeah, we were channeling and we were doing this stuff that was navigating us through our lives. We didn't either we didn't talk about it or we didn't realize it. But looking back now, it's crystal clear because we have this new awareness, right? And every day there's something new, especially doing this work. Oh, my gosh, new awareness comes with a territory. And, um, you know, we're in front of people right, all the time helping. And stuff comes out. I mean, God will use a person that has zero spiritual ability and, and out of their mouth will come the most profound thing you've ever heard in your life ever and they'll have no idea that they just did that for you to you with you about yes. you, whatever and that goes back to that saying that I, I really try to live live my life by in as being a healer you can measure the worth of a person by how they treat someone who can do nothing for them yes because I, I, yes. I really see a lot of effort put towards people where they can see oh yeah this person can really help me or this you know, I can see where there's a good connection there. And there, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's, it's, there should be a balance to that where when somebody shows up that, like, maybe you're just normally being, you know, I just don't have time for you, you know. And I'm sorry. You know, I, I've got other things going on that make a lot more sense to me. And you discount them or just completely eliminate them. It's, it's those are the – that's how I look at, you know, what kind of, where are you on your walk? It's how do you treat those people? How do you treat those people? What do they get from you versus the people where it's easy to see they're, they're helpful for you? So now I direct that at myself, like pointing at one person. I get three back at me. That's something I really hammer myself on. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean like hammering myself into a better form. And, and mindful of that, when I feel this pull to discount, I pull back, I stop. I, I reel it back and I go, wait a minute, this is the kind of thing I'm talking about. And I, I, I stop saying, what can I do to be, to be impactful here? It, do, it doesn't have to take an hour. Maybe it's just 15 or 20 seconds of chatting with somebody and sending them some positive energy or saying something uplifting just to change their frequency. And, and I do that. And sometimes I roll my eyes at myself that I just didn't do it as a knee-jerk reaction and I'm still working on it. You know, we're, you know, none of us are perfect. God saw fit to put us in human suits because we have umpteen million lessons still left to learn. I don't care how evolved somebody appears or sounds, gurus, shamans, whatever. I mean, if God put them in a human suit, they have just as much stuff to learn as we do. Me on that one. 
Like, get the whole pedestal thing. Get rid of that immediately. Kick that out. If anybody tries to position themselves as some, like, higher being than you, I'd look for somebody else to work with. I mean, it's just me, personally. Like, you do not need that in your life. Somebody should be treating you as an equal, and, and, and here's why. Because somebody's like, well, we're not equal. I spent 20 years learning this. This person just started. Well, maybe so, but their energetic team that works with them have millions of volumes of unlimited information, and there is nothing stopping their team from cruising on over into your database and upgrading you without even telling you they're going to do it. And it doesn't have to be a conscious thing from this person that's just starting their walk versus, you know, the 50-year shaman who, who is barely in the 3D anymore. I don't care. I don't care if they've been a 50-year shaman or barely in the 3D. You're in a human suit. Guess what? You have just as yeah. much stuff to learn as I do. And if you think you don't, then you're not a shaman and you're not a guru. You just play one on TV. Yeah, I say that to my and I know that sounds kind of hardcore, but it's the truth. I just can't oh. because that causes problems, man. When people start putting people on pedestals, that's when people get hurt. Yeah. It's it's the I truth agree. because you you're you're giving away your power because these people are, I, are presenting themselves as something more than human or whatever. I mean yeah. I, I'm sorry, well, obviously you can see I have a perception on this. I need a little self healing because this you want to talk about things I need to work on to get my Zen. It's healers that don't act in integrity. That's my button pusher. Like for sure. Right. And, and right. I, I don't, don't get, I'm, matter of fact, let's switch off to another topic before I get on a roll. Right. <laughs> right. Let's do a, well, let's do a, let's do a pivot. Clients come to me and they say, Oh, this other healer wants to work with me and claims they're a hundred percent accurate. How come you claim you're not a hundred percent accurate? I'm like, first of all, anybody who claims they're a hundred percent accurate is one, a liar and two, a complete douche. Because there is no such thing Thank as 100% you. accurate. Thank you. Because we're human. For every band wanted to tell me, we're the best band in the world, um, I guess that makes me kind of laugh now to find out that healers who are supposed to be so enlightened and such gods are now giving me the same line of bullshit as every almost every band I ever encounter, trying to tell me, oh, I'm the best healer in the world. It's like you know what, man, it just so doesn't work like that. But okay, whatever you got to tell yourself to get up in the morning. Yes, and, 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 uh, and in closing, let me send <laughs> some love. Let me send some love and some light to the people that, yes. that haven't gotten on board with that. I love you. You're doing good work. Just, just you know, like I'm doing, just keep polishing and, and, and you know, clearing and being the best version of yourself you can. I'll repeat this again. I love you and just keep going. Keep going. Uh, yes. Just, you know, just remember we're, we're human and, and we're just one data point in the big picture. We're a little grain of sand at the beach doing our best to be helpful. The beach is very big. Yes. Beach yes. is very big. So there, there, I wanted yes. to take that out on a, on where I'm Absolutely. coming from in my yes. heart. Yes, you know? yes, yes. So true. <laughs> My friend, you are wonderful, and I love having you here. Um, please come back and let's do this again. And where um, where can people find you online? So I appreciate that, Sheena. It was great talking with you as well. If, if you want to jump onto Facebook, everybody, and go to Mark Edward Healer, 
you'll be able to find that. You can reach out to me. There's plenty of contact info there. If you're looking to get a copy of my book, Dismantling the Darkness, The Exorcist Guidebook, um, you can get that through me. Just, just reach out to me on any number of ways there, and I'll get that to you. And it basically teaches people how to remove dark energy, okay? And the other one is how to talk to God and actually get answers back. And I know a lot of my, my amazing friends pray, um, and, and, and that's important. Don't stop. But they, they never feel like they get an answer. And I mean, like, talked to answer. Right. I actually help people um, get that connection going. And, and so far, uh, believe it or not, it's been 100% on that. Everybody has a unique way to talk to God, and yours will be unique too. But this book will help you get that connection started. And I don't want to put myself out here, but, I mean, basically, so you won't need me anymore. You'll be your own psychic that connects and and talks and, and that that's would be great. So that's why that book was created. Either of those, you can reach me there. There's a, um, if you do opt to use the phone contact, everybody, please send me a text first. I, I would be, you would, I would appreciate that. And then we can move from that to a call. So um, otherwise, uh, thank you for the opportunity to share here, Sheena. Uh, God bless you and what you're doing and being this lighthouse um, you know, Thank so you. people don't crash on the rocks. Uh, it's yeah, just trying. such a beautiful thing. You're, oh, you're, you're doing more than trying. You're like, oh, my God, you're a lighthouse. That's what they keep showing me is a lighthouse. So just keep shining Thank your you. light and uh, happy to come back and chat. And uh, maybe uh, yeah. when I'm down in L.A. for some music business, we can grab, a, you know, a, a, a coffee drink or a meal, something. We'll, we'll be able to catch up and, I would uh, love that. and, and do that. Yeah. I would All right, absolutely good. love that. All right, good chatting, the Sheena. Wonderful, Take care. The wonderful Mark Menorek, everyone. Uh, so great to have him on the show. If you missed those links, SheenaMetalExperience.com. Um, excuse me, SheenaMetalSpiritual.com is my website, and I'm everywhere on social media at SheenaMetal. And then, of course, LifeParanormal.com, HauntedPlayground.com, iHeartRadio.com. Till I see you next time, seek peace, live in love, lead with kindness, embrace unity, always work to raise your vibration and know that you are loved and you are loved and you are certainly loved by me. I'm Sheena Metal. This is Haunted Playground. I'll see you next time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.